0: Welcome to Peers Like Me. Peers Like Me is a regularly updated podcast developed to increase everybody's understanding of the effects of people who have behavioral health issues on our families, neighbors, and communities. Peers Like Me is designed to increase understanding and knowledge for people in our community from a peer, people with lived experiences perspective, which will result in improved community inclusion. Our hope is that by sharing our knowledge and experiences with the issues, our community will gain better understanding and acceptance resulting in an improved quality of life for everyone. In mid-September, our host, Mara Kelly, attended the New York Association of Psychiatric Rehabilitation Services, Inc., or NIAPERS, 40th Annual Conference, a new alliance It takes a community at the Villa Roma Resort and Conference Center in Calicoon, New York. She spoke to Rob Stratham, a peer at NIAPERS in Rochester.
1: This is Mara Kelly. I have with me guest Rob Stratham from Rochester, New York, is a peer providing services uh, for, again, New York Association of Psychiatric Rehabilitation Services. We are at Telcoon, New York, at this agency's conference. It's the 40th year of the conference. And Rob uh, agreed to be a guest on our podcast to help people understand why people on disability can get off disability and not lose benefits because they're working. And Rob has 20 years experience in the human services field. He has a bachelor's degree. And for the last six years, he's worked with NIAPERS and serves the Western New York and Central New York areas as a training and technical assistance facilitator uh, for this organization called Niagara. Rob, greetings. Hi, how are you? Thank you, Mara. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. I'm uh, doing pretty good. Yeah. So, tell us. Um, I have a sister mm-hmm. who has a grown daughter who's mm-hmm. she is 38. Has been on disability for a long time. Right. And got really mad at me when I told her that her daughter could probably get off disability and be Mm self-sufficient. And she didn't believe me. Mm -hmm. So what can you tell people like my sister? Sure. Like like people work so hard to get on benefits to survive. Like they do all the
2: applications and then... Yeah. Well, there's a lot of myths out there regarding... Working in disabilities, and it's it's almost kind of ironic because once a person gets on disability, they've gone through the process and maybe even taken years to get on disability, right, right, um, and to prove that they're disabled. But then Social Security, the first one of the first things that they get in the mail is called a ticket to work. Mm-hmm. So for a lot of people that receive that ticket ticket to work, they're like, well, what is what is this? Is like, it a ticket or well, it's, it's a, a letter? It's not, it's more like a letter. Yeah. 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 But the Ticket to Work says you can go back to work. And it's very confusing to people who have just, you know, taken years out of their life to prove that they can't work. They're like, well, what do you mean I can't work? This? What do you mean I can work now with this Ticket to Work? I just proved to you that I can't. Right. Um, so that's part of the, the, you know, I guess misinformation or miscommunication
1: right. about work. And that reminds me of a memory I had. I was seeing my psychiatrist. I was on disability. Yeah. And he said, well, Maura... Yeah. I think you can not work. And it's like, you do? And I was so upset because, my gosh, if I work, I'm going to lose all the better. But that was the mentality.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true because a lot of you know, people who uh, wind up on disability, they were told by someone that they couldn't work. Right. Whether it be their doctor, whether it be a lawyer that they you know, worked with uh, uh, to get their disability, a parent, a loved one, because <laughs> obviously they're looking out for their you yeah. know, best interest. But when you hear that enough, you really start to believe it. So yeah. I'm actually thrilled to hear that you're, did um, you're, you say you're a psychiatrist? Yeah, like State, 25 years. Yeah. That's awesome.
1: But It was like, I'm so upset at him, like yeah. the nerve,
2: like, but the hot,
1: the, the access VR, everyone yep. said, no, you can't work. But this psychiatrist years later said, "Well, more, I think you can." Yeah. And I was upset about that. I was upset that he was giving me good news. That's yeah, all messed yeah, up, you know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. That's I a it. government thinking, you know, yeah. entitlement. Yeah, you know? I get it. So,
2: but so there's actually lots of uh, programs out there through Social Security that allow people to work and retain their benefits if they want to. Now, the thing about benefits that's really hard. For individuals, even if, if somebody's getting, like, SSI. Yeah. And SSI is for individuals that don't, don't have a lot of work history. So it's right. a a low amount of money that they're getting. Yeah. But there's one thing that's, that's you know, about that check that they receive. It's consistent. You're right. getting it every month. So even that little bit of amount that they give you, which isn't enough. <laughs> right. It's something. And so there's a lot of fear yeah. around people losing benefits.
1: Okay, so... If I'm not listening to this, I'm thinking, all right, here's this Rob guy. What, why should I believe him? What? Why does Rob know this? What? What? What gives you, like, how do you know this? Why do you know that this is true?
2: Well, I know because I've seen it actually okay. with people that I've worked with. Because I've worked with individuals um, who have disabilities for 20 years, yeah, unemployment, and I've seen people, you know, get a job, work part time, stay under the yeah. the amount that they needed to stay under, and still get their benefits. However, I've had very few people leave the benefits world and, yeah. and just, you know, work full time. Okay. That I think is is for me the most difficult to see because I see potential in people. Right. I see right. people work can work full time, mm-hmm. and for the most part, when you work full time, um, if it's a living wage, right, um, right, you make more than you would on your right. job.
1: And even Seeing people for 20 years doing this. Yeah. 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 Is, did did you attend any Cornell University training? I but didn't. You um, didn't know? Okay.
2: Uh, I know about... I can give you an overview on benefits. Okay. All I'm right. Not an in, I'm not, if you presented me with your benefit issue, whether okay. it be Social Security or or Social Services, mm-hmm. or, you know, I call yeah. it the benefits cocktail. Right. Okay. I wouldn't be able to figure that out. Okay. But I can give people... And I do give them information training on all the different types of programs that are out there like the Ticket to Work Okay, program. so you're like the resource guy. Yeah, yeah. I can point you okay. to where you need to go.
1: Okay, so yeah. you're in western New York and central New York. How can yes. people contact you or get more information about what you're doing? Certainly, they could contact me right through Niapurus. Okay, and that's at uh, 585 Okay, five eight five two five five two five five zero four seven five zero four seven five. 255 0475, 0475. Rob Statham, yes. thank you very much. Uh, thank you, Maura. really appreciate being on the Peers Like Me podcast. Have a wonderful day. I appreciate the time. Yeah. Okay, thanks.
0: Bye-bye. You've been listening to Peers Like Me, a podcast that explores issues related to behavioral health, sponsored by Western New York Independent Living, Inc., with the assistance of the Niagara Frontier Radio Reading Service. Today, our guest has been Rob Stratham, peer at NIAPERS in Rochester. Our host has been Maura Kelly.